right, what's up? What's up? What's up? Cool Truth, baby. We're back. Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. Cool Truth Podcast Productions. A Retro Mania uh, Wrestling Roundtable, as we've been doing with Cool Truth here. And with me, it's a two-man night tonight. The one and only, the mastermind behind Cool Truth News, <laughs> the Hollywood writer himself, Blading for Trousson, Jeff Edwards. What is up, my brother? How are you? What's ya? going on? How's it going? How's your day? <laughs> it's all right. It's going. But so before we get into before we get into the wrestling stuff, I'm just gonna get the bad vibes out of the way. Okay. Um. I just, I have to do it. I just have to do it. Um, it's one of them is wrestling related, but I'll save that for the second. But the first one is um, obviously we lost uh, troops in Afghanistan um, uh, today. Uh, 13 as of now, there's more injured uh, civilians, many 60 plus killed uh, Afghans, Americans, the whole thing. It's just a horrible situation. I just want to send prayers and, you know, good. I mean, I don't know how you send good vibes, but prayers and and, and our thoughts to those people and to our military people, because it's just a horrible situation. I'm not going to get into politics. Um, listen, if you follow me on social media, it's very obvious how I feel about things. So we'll leave it at that. But uh, I mean, I'd be remiss to not mention, especially our troops, because they, uh, you know, they put their you know, their lives and their livelihood on the line for us all the time. And it's just horrible. The worst attack on our troops in 10 years. It's just brutal. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, and yeah, so. And also, I got to bring this up, which is almost as difficult that probably as difficult. Um, and Hollywood, I don't even know if I've talked to you about this yet, but uh Tuesday night, I got some bad news about a uh, a local indie guy here, um, a, a guy I consider a friend, uh, uh, Big Jim Anderson, Jim uh, Jim with a Y. Everybody knows him around here, um, especially in the wrestling community. Uh, kind of the gentle giant. Um, you know, I know I knew him for years. We kind of disconnected for a couple of years when he was out of wrestling and I was off, you know, working and not going to many shows. Mm-hmm. And just recently, um, we reconnected. We hung out one night. Uh, and I find out Tuesday night that he uh, he passed on us suddenly, uh, which is just <sighs> shit. I don't even know how to say it. Just horrible news. I'm not going to get into specifics or details out of respect for the family and everything else, but uh, just terrible news in the new england wrestling community so you know we're gonna do a little quick uh 10 bell salute for my brother big jim anderson and then uh we'll get on to happier stuff in wrestling and all that but uh i i just can't do a show without paying respects uh pro wrestling um uh pwpa is doing a show this weekend it's on fight tv there's also tickets available i know they're doing sun for gym i'm sure new would do it at their next show september 11th uh there's going to be a lot of things coming up so look out for that and when i can uh promote them on the show i will but uh we'll do a quick 10 bell salute for uh our brother big jim anderson 
All right, whew, now all right, we're back. Um, now that we got the uh, the sad stuff out of the way, yes, uh, yes, Daddy Cool gets emotional too, guys. On the, you know, he's he uh, is human, people. He I, is human. Yeah, uh, dude, it's just been a rough week, and I'm I'm happy to do this. I really am. Like, I want to get into wrestling stuff. Like, I want to have fun with you guys, and I just I had to. That all had to be said. So we'll get into it now. So. Man, uh, where do we start? Where do we even begin here? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a weird start to the show. I apologize, but uh, you know, uh, I mean, we did the punk thing on the last show for the for the as far as the um, rampage side of it goes. Um, we had dynamite. We're recording here on Thursday night, so dynamite was last night. Our, our second punk appearance, our first dynamite with punk, a big dynamite for um, AEW. Um, you know, there's a lot of things. We, there's a lot of ways we could go with this. There's a lot of wrestling in the last week. But it's, where, where were your thoughts? Let's start with dynamite. It's, okay. We've been doing a lot of AEW. Let's just roll with it. Uh, where, where were your thoughts on dynamite last night? Uh, I think it was, man, it's. I brought this up on the last show and this, this could be a good start point for us because I want your opinion on this after seeing dynamite now mm-hmm. punk was great. It was good to see him again. Um, I thought his promo was okay and we'll get into the promo at some point, but before we do, uh, I brought it up on the last show that we did with white, how they debuted punk and then there wasn't much else to the show. Okay. I felt like Dynamite was an okay show, but it was, except for the one match, it was basically like jobber matches almost. I got the impression. Um, It felt to me like it was more of a Saturday morning 1980s wrestling show. Mm -hmm. You know, you see some stars, but you know who's going over. You know what I mean? Uh, Like Black and Anderson, for example, to close the show. Um, I think we all knew. You know, yeah. Malachi Black's going to destroy him, and yeah, he did, and it was quick, and it was easy, and I just, th- I wonder if Khan is almost making a little bit of a mistake here. Now, of course, you have eyes on the product because of Punk, you know, two shows in a row, but don't you want to, you know, if you have people, ex-fans, like he said, tuning into wrestling again, don't you want to... St- them to see you know some things besides cm punk that's going to make them keep watching and get into the product instead of getting into cm punk and that's it all right i um i hear your point and i i don't know i don't know if i viewed it that way personally um and and the reason i say that is you got darby you know obviously with moxley and eddie the whole thing um you had the the tag match with the Lucha Brothers and and uh, Varsity Blondes, who are literally my favorite tag team right now. Like I, I love the fucking Blondes. all in on the Varsity. Blondes. I knew they weren't going over, but I love I love right. them. Right, right. Um, yeah. I would have liked to see them going over, but I I have a I have a feeling where all that is going and why they did it, and it's okay. I mean, mm-hmm. they're young; they're they're, they're going to have plenty of time. I think at some point, though, we need to stop saying that and we need to start seeing. I think I think their performance is starting to, des- to deserve more. Yeah. Um, 
And and it's fine that they lost this match, but I think their performance is starting to deserve more. So, you know, you got that. You got an Omega promo with Christian. Um, you got the Malachi Black stuff. Uh, you had the women's match, which on its face... Um, listen, I'm not a big fan of Red Velvet. I think she's fucking terrible. Uh, I thought... Um, oh, shit. What's her name? <laughs> Here we go. Um. AC with the names. <laughs> <laughs> Not Statlander, because Statlander's uh, wrestling. Uh, she just came back. Hater. Hater, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Hater uh, wins the match. Again, here we go. Uh, I, I thought this was a match to get Hater over. She got over. Also, it progressed Britt and Statlander. Um, I get what you're saying, though. There wasn't a lot of, like, oh, my God. Like, we could have a lot of eyes on this program. Let's just go balls to the wall. Right, right. And I, I tend to agree with you. I also, I, but I didn't think the show was bad either. So I don't, I don't want to start knocking what they're doing because I think they're kind of just. This is where we're at with AEW, and mm-hmm. it's been decent. And it's kind of like where we were before the pandemic, where you just got two good hours of entertaining show. And, you know, maybe there's a few things you didn't like, but it was two good hours of entertaining show. And I think that's where we're at with them right now. Yeah, I didn't think it was a bad show at all, by the way. Just saying. Right, right. And I get what you're saying, but maybe it should have been on another level. Yeah. Maybe we get that next week heading into the pay-per-view. Maybe he sees the pay-per-view as the time to do that. I don't know. I, I get what you're saying, but I also am like... It wasn't that bad, so I don't want to be mad. So I don't even know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how to, like... Um, I don't know if they did damage, but I don't know that they... I, I, I guess I would agree that maybe they didn't put, like, their super best foot forward. You right. know, like, we hear right. things like the That's super elite. Like, like, they didn't go out of their way. Like, they almost said is... You know, maybe they're in, maybe it's strategic where they're like, this is what our show is. So now that you're watching, we want you to know what our show is. So when you tune in next week, you're not disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be part of it, or it just could be that maybe they view what they did a little bit higher level than what we think it was. But I thought yeah. it was good. I yeah, it was- yeah, yeah. It, it was good. Um I'm, you know, if I'm nitpicking the show, uh, like, I don't know. I, I think maybe it would be a better idea just to do, you know, okay, kick the show off. You have, you have eyes tuning in Do uh jungle boy versus, uh, Dante. So fans go, Whoa, holy shit. What is this? And then 15 minutes goes by and then they go to break and then they come back with like FTR versus Grayson and Uno. Oh shit. Two good tag teams. You know, just really like do a good show instead of an okay show is my point. But right, and I think I think part of it is just our specific what we like. I think they view opening the show with Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy as a big deal. Well, yeah, yeah, it's that and too. And the fan reaction wasn't; it was very good for the match. Um, listen, it's not gonna, it's not for everybody. Uh, maybe people, 
Orange isn't for everybody. That's right. <laughs> and and here's the other thing too is, and I got to be fair here. Like if you're you're this carny version of Matt Hardy, why are you deleting? It's a great question. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and and that's squarely on him at that point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with that one. I mean, I didn't think the match was horrible. I mean, I get it with the pockets and. It's, it's like whatever. You you have to accept that to watch the match at this point. Like you just know what he is. Right, right. Like I was and, talking to uh Dave from Parts Unknown today. Hashtag mm-hmm. Stames, hashtag Stayman, it's hashtag Dave. <laughs> the general. The general. <laughs> so many names. So many names. <laughs> uh but he's he said, Man, I can't stand on Orange Cassie. I don't I don't like him. I, I think I hate him, whatever he was saying. And I'm like, it's just that thing. Like when you have people that don't see him on a regular basis, you see him and he's doing his whole shtick. And if you don't like him, you don't like him. You know, you just have to accept the fact that he's gonna do the pockets and he's gonna be, you know, doing his thing. And he also, I think he broke Matt Hardy's nose. I'm not sure if that was confirmed, but sure looked like it. With a crossbody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you get the sense that people just, that maybe are a little bit older, like our age, just, it's not connecting with this guy. But, like I said to Wayne last week, when you hear a crowd reaction, and I mean, listen, if you're Tony Khan sitting in the back, and I know I'm, listen, we, we've hammered Tony Khan more than anybody. So, and I know I'll probably sound like I'm making excuses for him at this point, but if you're sitting in the back actually listening to this fan reaction, I'm only going by what we've seen since they've been back on the road. And the bottom line is he gets a reaction. Yeah. And yeah. I, and in, until that changes, I don't know that you're not going to see him. And the no. one caveat to all this is we thought, in the middle of last year that this guy was going to be in title programs and winning titles and this and that. Now I know he's gotten a couple title matches, but for the most part, mm-hmm. they've almost kept him out of that. Yeah. So I think they get what worth, what we're throwing down, but mm-hmm. they're also appeasing a portion of the fan base that wants to see this. Right. And I don't even know that that portion of the fan base like, they might pop for him winning a title, but at the end of the day, do you really want to see him win a title? Right. Like, right now, when you're in a company that has, you know, they have a tag title, they have a TNT title, and they have a AEW title, and then they have a women's title. And that's all they have. And I'd be totally fine if they just stuck with that. But mm-hmm. under that scenario, somebody like Orange Cassidy doesn't win a title. Right. And if Taz wants to be dopey and throw the FDR on him, like, let that be on Taz. Yeah, like, he reminds me of, you know, I always say about the, uh, like, the darker characters. They don't necessarily need titles. Like, he kind of goes into that category. Like, like an R-Truth, for example. Everybody loves Truth, and he's funny, and he's over, but he doesn't need a title. That's just his spot on the roster. Yeah, that's what. That's how I. The title he really had ever had a big run with was the goofiest title in history. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) So that's his Um, role, and you know, if Orange becomes that guy, so be it. I guess. Um, you know, just movie. It it, kind of almost falls into order here, but I mean, suddenly we have just got to talk about. You got Jericho. Yeah. Jericho comes out. He cuts a promo. 
you know, MJF's got the best of me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, you know, I, this is, I'm, I'm not, I'm not okay with this. I need, I need more. Uh, I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to fail away. I'm going to get another match. I got to do it. I'm Chris Jericho. I've had all these matches. I had this great career, the whole thing. Uh, my, my story's not over here with MJF unless I get one more match. And he decides to put up his career. Um, MJF comes out, put, puts a fucking gold promo on him. Loved uh, it. The, sh- the shirt was hilarious. If I love that. If you guys didn't he... catch on to the shirt, it was oh, yeah, uh, yeah. MJF <laughs> 3, um, Jerablo 0. <laughs> and, you know, he's cutting, cutting a promo on him, basically saying, like, I'm not going to milk the cow anymore. Like, I, basically, MJF saying, I've been carrying you. I beat you up every time I fight you, and I've been carrying you. I've been keeping your career alive, this whole thing. But he, it plays into MJF psychology. MJF wants to do big things. What, what bigger thing than you could do is end Chris Jericho's career? <laughs> yep. And, and this is the way Jericho baits him into the match, and it's just perfect. And... I, I, I love how MJF takes the bait because this is how you bait a guy like MJF. This is, in Macy's, it's probably simplistic, but simplistic is sometimes good. Yeah. And it just makes a lot of sense. And he, start, um, he started with, uh, you know, leave me alone, bud. Like, what do you want from me? How many times do I have to beat you? You know, so he did play <laughs> it off. Like, how many times do I have to keep you relevant? Yes. <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> And 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 but now we have the match. Uh, Jericho's career is on this match. Now the smart money would say that Jericho is going to win this match, and you know he gets the best of MJF here. MJF already has three wins, mm-hmm. and you know, it, I mean, they probably will continue this into the future. Maybe not right away, but that's the most obvious logical outcome but but i ask you this (laughs) if you really want to get jericho into the commentary booth which i don't necessarily think is a bad idea if you're gonna say we're gonna do jericho and excalibur jericho and whoever um tony shivani or whatever Mm -hmm. for rampage and you really want to get Jericho in the commentary booth. And maybe down the road, you know, contracts expire and everything else. And Jericho is going to be your JR, basically. What kind of heat could you get on MJF by ending Jericho's wrestling career? Now, let's be it's pro wrestling. We could Macho Man had a career ending match and then had right. thousands of matches after. <laughs> But if MJF ended Chris Jericho's career, say even for two years, what kind of heat does it bring on who I think is probably the best heel in all pro wrestling? Yeah. Yeah. He, it, it would be nuclear. And to have him walking around, I mean, he could do a whole thing based around that. You know, his t-shirt, the guy that ended Jericho's career, whatever. It's a whole thing. And, and the wild card about this is, like you said, it's obvious, like, you look at it, obviously Jericho goes over, but it's Chris Jericho. And we just talked about Orange Cassidy. He put over Orange Cassidy. So why wouldn't he put over MJF? I could see it. I could see it. Well, let's just look at it from a 
from a company standpoint right now, two years ago, they needed they Chris needed Jericho. it. Yes, mm-hmm. but with CM Punk, with Danielson, with maybe Brian Adam Dan. Cole, mm-hmm. with maybe Bray Wyatt, maybe Bray with and and dude, I got to throw this in here, and we'll get to it. Malachi Black, mm-hmm. I'm fucking digging Malachi Black right now. So am I, man. So am I, dude. A, a month on AEW, and he is better, better character, more over than he was in WWE. It, 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 the whole thing is just better. <laughs> and I'm digging, and I'm like, and you know what, when we talk about all these, I was thinking about this today, I was like, you know, we talk about all these guys coming AEW, the guys who are there now and everything else, and we're almost like looking over Malachi Black and how yeah. huge this is becoming for them. Malachi um, versus Punk? <laughs> dude. Malachi versus it. anybody. You know Let's what I mean? Let's do it. You, I mean, here's the thing. His character is an easy, easy shift from baby to dark bad guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Almost, You could almost do that with Darby. All of those kind of dark guys, you have that easy shift. Yep. You know, without making it crazy. Uh, oh, and that, that I texted you. They He does the black mask. I love that they're putting the emphasis on. Are they? Do they have a name for his move, the kick? I don't, I don't know do, that do they, they named it yet. Okay. Well, yeah, he's he's doing that. They they're, they're putting so much emphasis on it, and I love it. And the crowd pops for it, and they start chanting one more time, one more time, and he was waiting and looking at the crowd and then just laid on him and, for the pin. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, a heel. Thank you, a heel. Yeah, exactly. Being a heel. <laughs> and, it, and I thought it was cool how um, Arn blocked it. Mm, mm-hmm. No, no, no. Then he kicked it. Did the heel thing. I'm going to yep. in the dick, and then I'm going to hit you with it. Um, but here's the question, though. So that was two instances of, you know, easy old school heel being a heel, but the crowd's popping for him still. Is this going to be a problem for a... I don't know how they're going to... He's going to have to do some dastardly shit to get over as a heel, because I can't imagine anybody booing him You know, You know what I honestly think the problem is? In the program he is right now with this nightmare family... Mm-hmm. No, none of them are over enough mm. that they would boo him. So who would be that guy? If he runs into Dustin, will they boo I him? Then? I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I I think he. I think you get a. I I think you get a. You know the. I think there will be fans that go old school and want bad guy versus good guy. Mm-hmm. But I think you're also going to get the other fans that are like. Malachi Black's pretty fucking badass. You know? Yeah. yeah. They um, may need to, like, have him tear apart the skull of Jungle Boy or something at this point. Because yeah. you could see it already. It's like the crowd. Here, here's <laughs> here's the problem, though. How do you get any of these guys other than, you know, I I mean, I, I can't, I can't say anything about Daniel Bryan. He hasn't debuted yet, so right. we have to put that first to aside for a second. Um, we don't know about Bray Wyatt. We don't know about Adam Cole. We have to put those aside for a second. The one thing we know is the most over guy, the biggest star in pro wrestling is CM Punk, and he's in AEW. And he could take the title off Omega tomorrow, and everybody would lose their shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and lose their shit in a good way. Right, um, right. The one thing about that is, though, when you look at Malachi Black, 
he you he's not easily thrown into a program with Kenny Omega right now because well, I guess you could do it, but you can't do it with him as a heel. Like he would move into that baby role, I I would guess. If if you were to do it, they could do um, that. Yeah, I could see that. And you know, I could see. I, I think Moxley is a good program for him. Um, mm. even maybe have an Eddie involved. I I think you have something there that could help. Um, you know, as a guy who could take a title off off uh, Miro, you know, if you start thinking, you know, if you want to get him a different title in the, in the interim while you're doing other things with the main title. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking of guys who could actually beat Marrow and be believable, I, I mean, I guess you could go there. <laughs> but, I, you know, with this whole Nightmare Family gimmick, none of those guys are over enough to make it 100. Like, when Jericho fights MJF, the entire crowd is rooting for Jericho. And I, I, and I think a lot of those people love MJF as a heel. Yeah. But they're into the whole idea that he's the bad guy. Right. Yep. The problem with Black is he's in a situation now where most people like him more than the people he's fighting. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think he's going to get that split reaction because of that, which, I mean, is it's not the worst thing in the world, but. Yeah, that's yeah, a great I, point. I mean, Lee Johnson came out for the big save. And that I was mean, zero nobody reaction. cares, dude. I mean, zero no, reaction. Right. And, and did they. I, I, I got to be honest, though. It, you know, I, I'm throwing a lot of acc- accolades at AEW lately. Did, did any of them really think he was going to get a reaction? Like, <laughs> I'm, mean, just, I'm just asking the question. <laughs> See, this goes back to my point. I was arguing with White a little bit on the last show when he said, Bray Wyatt shouldn't come to AEW. You should go to Impact. I'm like, why? He's like, they don't need Bray Wyatt. Yeah, they do. Like, a lot of people are saying they need to stop signing all these WWE guys, quote-unquote. And I brought up the point, you know, to White, do you want to see Sonny Kiss and Janela back out there? Mm-hmm. Well, even still, if you look at this show tonight, or last night, uh, Lee Johnson, QT Marshall, going against well, Big Show. A lot uh, of uh, negative reaction for the Gun Club QT. Uh, right. QT's faction match, which I got to be honest. I'm just being fair. I didn't think the match was that bad. Um, I like Nick Camarado, Nick uh, Motor Oil Camarado. He stands I, I, out. I'm I'm a fan. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, I don't think QT is like this super fucking wrestler, but he's really not as bad as people make him out to be. Um, he's got a little heel thing going for him right now. I Listen, he's going to get crushed by by Paul White. We know this. Yeah. On the paper. It's but that's okay because it's QT Marshall. But is I mean is it that like I really is a mid-card match on the show that bad? Like shouldn't we have some of these I mean we've been screaming about this for years of wrestling with having the mid-card feuds and then having the you know the 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 championship feuds and everything else and how you don't just have that mid-card like you know, grudge match just because it's a grudge match. And then we get a little bit of it. Everybody complains about it. I, I'm not, listen, again, I'm not saying QT Marshall is like, when, on a, I get the roster, everything else. I get it. But I, it wasn't the worst fucking match in the world either. Uh, Billy Gunn could still go. I mean, they're not doing a lot with him anyway. 
I mean, I know he's probably more of an agent or whatever he's doing now. Uh, ah, man, it's just... AEW, ah. I think we got to realize this is where we're going to get. I, I, just, I, I mean, I think that's just where I'm at. <laughs> I, I, maybe that's why things are annoying me less. I don't know. Uh, them being on the road, they've been very good since they've been on the road. I'm, I, I think I'm just being more accepting of what it is, I, I guess. Interesting. And it's, I, you know, part of it is, dude, every, I watched so much wrestling last week. I watched fucking Ring of Honor. Um, I didn't see the Impact show. I, I, I have to go back and watch it. I didn't see that, to be fair. But I saw SummerSlam. I saw NXT. I saw AEW, the Rampage show, the Dynamite show. Um, I saw two NXT shows, the whole thing, because I wanted to see... Um, I wanted to see um, uh, Casanova, Carmelo, Hayes, or whatever they're calling him, mm-hmm. win his match, which is great. But there's NXT's over. It's, it's a new thing, so I don't even know what they're going to do with them. But anyway, I watch so much wrestling. And <laughs> to be honest, the WWE's... And it, listen, if you're a WWE fanboy listening to the show, I, I mean, I'm not even going to apologize. I'm just being honest. The WWE's so fucking bad. <laughs> It's so bad <laughs> that I look forward to AEW, even though I know there's going to be a match or two, there's a segment or two, there's things or two that annoy me, and, and I went through that period where I crushed everything they did, but since they've been back on the road, there's been a lot of stuff I didn't like, but there's been a whole lot of stuff I love, and I, and I see a future there. WWE sucks. Well. <laughs> You're a pro wrestling fan, and they're not pro wrestling. So I mean, what else? I mean, yeah. What else do you say, bro? Well, like, what else do you say? Listen, I, I, I like Roman Reigns. I like Brock Lesnar. I get, I, I get it. it. But I mean, this is a whole nother tangent. We could go down this road if you want to. But I mean, to be fair, you, I mean, you, you texted this to me the night when when Lesnar showed up. So here we go. Everybody in, in WWE Universe gets all mm-hmm. excited. Brock Lesnar's back. He's a babyface. Then he wins the title and he disappears for a month and everybody hates him. Yep. Like, it's how many happen. times are we going to do the same thing over and over? Yep. I don't need to see him anymore, to be honest. I, I like Brock, all of it. I don't want to see him in AEW. I don't want to see him anywhere. Honestly, I don't need to see it again because all he'll do is go on a tear as a babyface and do German suplexes and everybody's going to pop for it for a month. And and you're going to get sick of it. Like, why even do it? That's that's my well, question. Here's, why even well, do here's it? Here's the other question, bro. Let's take the other side of it. If Roman wins, let's say he beats Brock. Okay. And then, I mean, you know, you hear other things with The Rock and everything else. He beats, he beats Brock. And then ultimately beats The Rock. Who is beating this guy? No one. <laughs> if he beats The Rock, ultimately, if that's where they're going, then there's nobody left. It's I mean, he's going to be Bruno San Martino. He's going to carry the title for 2,000 days. Like, mm-hmm. there's, what else do you do? And I'm not advocating for taking off Roman Reigns right now. But I'm, I, I, I guess I'm advocating if you do it, you, you, you got to come up with something different. I don't know, man. We've talked about this, and where do you go? And, you know, it's the same booking with Lashley, too. It's like, okay, what are you going to do? You're doing it with Roman right now, and now they're boxed in a corner with him. They really they're, di- are. they're doing the same thing with Lashley. 
Who the hell is going to beat him? See, do, think, do we want to see Drew again? And then Drew has the run. And no. So who's who's it going to be? Adam Cole? Maybe not because he might be gone as of uh, you know twenty four yeah. hours from now. So I don't I don't know what Vince is thinking. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what Nick Con, the phony Con, the fake Con, is thinking because oh yeah. We, we have this brand, and this brand is so big and powerful. Well, dude, guys, you're going to run out. You're going to run out of people because the people make your brand. The, the workers make your brand. And if it's not going to be an Adam Cole, and it's not going to be a Cesaro because they gave us that for a month and then took it away, I, what are you doing? The matches were good, but he's, he wasn't going to win. What are they doing? I mean, you have to make somebody at some point. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the grand scheme is to have... Uh, Eventual Lee, Keith Lee. I love Eventual Lee on Twitter. <laughs> Maybe Keith Lee just walks in and gets some kind of weird shot out of nowhere and beats up Roman and takes his belt. Unless they're planning something like that for someone, none of it else, none, none of it makes sense. I just don't know who that guy is in Vince's mind. Yeah, uh, I mean, I it, here here's would be my difference. See, I think they can wing it and get it off Lashley, and they won't get a lot of backlash. But if they do it to the Reigns run now, it will mm-hmm. get the backlash. Mm-hmm. I just think the rain. The it, it, this is nothing against Lashley. I actually, I did. I dug Lashley winning it. I dig the idea that he's champion. But if I'm looking at the two runs, it's night and day as, as far as how it's been booked. It's no fault of Lashley's his own. But they can easily, maybe not easily, but you can find, I mean, listen, RK, RK Bro could lose the titles next week. Bro. And then six weeks from now, Randy Orton could take that title off Lashley and nobody will say boo. Right. I think if Randy, and I actually think Randy Orton's a guy who could take it off Roman Reigns. If, if you booked it properly, if yeah, and how, speaking, I mean, how could he not be one of the guys? But dude, here's the here's the thing though. He's like, one of the few, and this is why I I'll tune in for a pay per view for WWE, and then you know check out Raw, check out SmackDown, and then be done with it till the next pay per view because it's the same thing. Like when you see Lashley and MVP. And I have this perspective, I think, because I don't watch it hardcore every week all the time. But when you see them, they look like Heyman and Brock. Yeah. It's the same thing. You brought this up a few weeks ago. I, I, yeah, yeah. I get, I get, I get and, and then you, you kick it over to SmackDown, and it's literally Heyman, except Brock's Roman. It's almost like they should have kept the her business together, even with Lashley. At least it would have been different. Right, at least they, it would have still had the faction. Mm-hmm. It would almost, I mean, I mean, honestly, it would almost have been like the super elite. Yes, you yeah. know, I mean, dude, it's literally the same show, and that goes to their booking. Like, do they not realize their top main eventers, their top champions on each show, has a manager that's the same? It's the same thing. It's the same champion and the same manager. Here's the problem, though. Reigns is no defense, no knocking Lashley, but Reigns is way better. And Heyman is light years better than MVP. Right. But the character descriptions are the same. It's the same yeah. thing. They're interchangeable. Yeah, I agree. Basically. I agree. Yeah. 
it, it's a, the advocate, the whole thing, mm-hmm. standing outside the ring, making the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's you're right. You're right. You know, the more you think about it, it's literally the same thing. It's literally the same thing. It's amazing to me that they're actually doing that and no one's noticing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, here's here's the problem. I mean, and you and you see, you know, um, our, you know, Dave from Parts Unknown and all the other places that you brought up <laughs> has shared a lot of commentary with us lately about mm-hmm. things that the WWE fanboys are saying. And listen, if they, I, I, I'm not going to try to change anybody's mind. Like, if you think it's good, I mean, salute, watch it, have fun. Why are you hating on AEW for CM Punk? Why are you hating on oh, AEW so for bringing in different people? And you you brought up a fantastic point on the last show, and we really didn't get to get into it in depth, so we might as well just do it here, uh-huh. where you said, what constitute an, a WWE guy? Now, mm. everybody's going to say, if and when Adam Cole signs with AEW that, he's a WWE guy. Right. Well, let's be honest. Um, he had his couple cups of coffee during their Survivor Series thing, and a couple other things, but he was mostly on NXT. But there's a lot of people in the wrestling world, including my, including myself, that remember Adam Cole from Ring of Honor. Adam Cole from The Kingdom. Right? I remember us having a huge conversation saying he has it. Yes, he has it. He just has it, bro. Yes, remember, bro, he does. Remember when we, it, when we decided we were never going to refer to him as anything other than Adam Cole, baby? Yep. He was still in Ring of Honor when that happened. Yep. Yep. He was in, and then he was in the Bullet Club. He was in New Japan. He was doing indie stuff. Um, so, I mean, it, 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 do I just say he's a WWE guy because he was in WWE? I mean, yeah, if you want to say that, okay. But he's he's not just a WWE guy. Mm-hmm. And I think you could make that case for Malachi Black. I think you can make that case for. Daniel Bryan and and CM Punk, like I I get it. I'm I'll be the first to admit, they, especially Punk and Bryan, did they did they get their superstardom in WWE? Of course they did, of course they did. Mm-hmm. But they also have a background in another company, which facilitates them coming, you know, in the first place, right? Like right, and, yeah. and it, it, the whole every if you listen to CM Punk's promos, what is he talking about? Do I still have it to go with these guys? If these guys were in the business and this was here for me, then I wouldn't have gone here and I wouldn't have done that. Blah, blah, blah. And I don't, if you, if you're, if you're a man, let's just talk to men right now. (laughs) Are you really that butthurt because CM Punk is CM Punk? (laughs) (laughs) White's offended already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go ahead sorry i threw you off shout out bobby <laughs> anyway are you really that offended that cm punk is not genuflecting about his wwe career like is it really that important in your life like does cm punk have to genuflect to you about his wwe career like I mean, me as a UFC fan, should 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 I expect CM Punk to apologize to me for having a shitty A <laughs> W or a UFC career? No, right, right. And 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 it, dude, to be honest, like who cares? Like, oh, his shirt is similar to the one he had in WWE. Oh, I know, I know. It's and it's and so dude, I read crazy. today. 
this ice cream bar thing, mm-hmm. he went to the company like two years ago and was like, when I come back, mm-hmm. I want to have ice cream bars ready for every fucking fan who's in the house. Two years ago. I'm, I'm sure. I don't know if he was working with Khan then. I don't know what he was thinking. All I know is if that's true, I mean, I mean, get, get dude. Can we can we just let the guy do what he's doing right now? Like I I I, I can't even believe I'm defending CM Punk right now. I'm still in shock overall. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> but, but dude, let's be honest, bro. Like who cares? He didn't he didn't genuflect to Vince McMahon and the great WWE. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is that really that important to you? What do you if want? Is, what do you that's... want him to say? What do you want him to say? Yeah. When he speaks yeah. to the fans. He's this is the thing. I think I think those fans take it personal. And he when he's speaking to the fans, they don't think because he doesn't uh because he's not genuflecting to his WWE career that he's not talking to them. He's what he's upset with has nothing to do with fans. No. <laughs> nope. Nothing to do with fans. Yeah, I don't, I don't get, it, get I, dude. I, I don't. I, I, I am at a point where I don't get how you watch WWE and just make excuses and just constantly say, "Well, oh, suspended in disbelief." It's good. It's, who are you? Who are you to second guess what they do? <laughs> you know what? I, I, I've been second guessing it with my wallet for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that means something. Don't even think it doesn't. After all these years. A lot of money. A lot of money we all spent. I haven't been to a fucking... Money in the Bank. Was it 18 or 19? I can't even remember when it was now. The one when Brock came back and and uh, Bailey won. The girls won. Uh, anyway. And and I got and we got tickets for free. I didn't even spend a. I mean, I brought beers in the show, but I didn't spend a dime on tickets. Anyway, uh, yeah, dude, I'm seriously considering. I have tickets. Kids' first show at the end of September. We're going to see a WWE Super Show House Show. Yeah, House Super Show. show yeah. And I'm I'm seriously considering if he wants to watch it, he can watch it. He could do whatever he wants. But I I think I'm checking out. And I got to tell you. What do you CM mean? Punk, do you, are you, so you're not you, well. You're gonna go though. Oh, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, but I think but this you're is not, my goodbye. Yeah, you're not gonna be engaged, right? And here's, this is, this, listen, a super show for a kid, a house show for a kid. He's gonna have a good time. Oh, absolutely. And and, absolutely. And, and and the house show's probably better for the. You don't have commercial breaks. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could see all the stars he wants to see. Yeah. You know the whole thing. But here's my here's my point though, and I wanted to bring this up on air, and if your name is White. Feel free to comment wherever this ends up. <laughs> DJ Stames, whoever, uh, Bobby Ventura. You know what? Bygones be bygones, Ventura. Listen, Punk is back. You're the Electric City saying, get in touch with us. Let's go. Let's <laughs> do on, this, Ventura. Ventura. How about uh, how about Mike Ferrara? Ferrara. Magic Mike. Magic Again, what's Mike. his name? What's the new gimmick? The uh um the uh, blackjack legend. Blackjack legend. Let's we get it get, on. We gotta get the blackjack legend on the show. Let's have a party. Let's just get everybody on. Let's get Dave, Dave, Diamond Dave Rosenbluth. 
Mm-hmm. Shout out, brother. Let's get you on, baby. Let's do it. Punk's back. But anyway, here's here's I mean, what Punk's, I'm getting to. Punk is back. We can, <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Yes. Listen, Tony Khan said it already paid for itself. Well, it's already paying for itself and drolls on cool truth, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I ended up watching that post press scrum after uh, Dynamite. So it was Punk and Tony taking questions. And at what point, I can't even remember what the question was that was posed about Punk, to Punk, but it was something about, you know, leaving WWE or something WWE oriented. And he just said, like, simply, and I'm going to drop quote paraphrase because I don't remember exactly what he said because I'm old. He said, uh, I just don't know at this point why we as professional wrestling fans look at WWE as professional wrestling when they tell us it's not professional wrestling. <laughs> and every since ever since I heard him say that, I, I I keep thinking about it. Every time something WWE comes up in our text conversations or whatever. That's why you've been bringing it up. <laughs> and dude, I can't let it go. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, he has an absolute point. And here's here's the problem. That's almost Vince's defense, to be honest. Yeah. He okay, almost well, made his defense for him. Dude. Every podcaster, every YouTuber, every big time podcaster, uh, you, you know, you're talking about uh, Bischoff and uh, uh, Cornette and all right, those guys right, that Conrad right. works with, all those guys. Yeah. If everybody followed suit and realized, let's give them what they want finally, let's give WWE the nod. They're not pro wrestling anymore. You're in, your entertainment. Your entertainment, therefore, we're a professional wrestling podcast. I'm not going to talk about you. We're a professional wrestling YouTube channel. I'm not going to talk about you. Do you think they're, how quickly would they change their minds when they lose half their audience just from the internet media, internet wrestling community driven bullshit? All the analytics. I mean, because that would be cut in half at least. It'd be cut in half at least if everybody followed suit. I mean, maybe even probably maybe even more. And dude, seriously, I, I'm thinking about this, and I'm I'm watching SummerSlam. You know, the night after I watch this, and I see uh, the the Bianca Belair. The night after Punk, you're speak, you're talking about. Yes, yeah, sorry. I I think I said Dynamite, yeah, Rampage, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I you see. Just, no, he, you said the night after, but I knew where you were going, so I just oh, wanted, okay, okay. I just wanted to clarify for the fans out there. Okay. Uh, Bianca Belair, Sasha, Carmella, Becky Lynch walks down, puts herself in the match. One, two, three, it's over. Becky's the champion. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, wait a minute. They're not pro wrestling. You know why? Because there was no story attached to it. There was no angle. There was no heel turn. You can't tell me they 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 wanted to do that specifically to get her heat because the crowd popped. So if they did, they didn't it didn't work. Okay? You know what they did? Vince said, "Oh, Becky's ready to come back. Oh, Punk just debuted. We need yep. Becky back, whichever That's one exactly it was." Exactly what happened. Right? Okay. Punk We got to put the belt on, on Friday. Her. We're bringing Becky back on yep. Saturday. That's gotta, what happened. We, we got to put the belt on her. Well, Vince, how are we going to do that? Don't worry, pal. We'll just do it, and they won't give a shit. They don't he's care exactly what right. the result is. He's exactly right. He's exactly right. No one gives a shit about and the. He's sport. not wrong. No, no one cares. And and you know why? Because they're not pro wrestling. He just proved it. All right. 
and so, fifty thousand people show up at the fucking pay per view. Yeah, in Vegas, and and, the, and dude, and that is honestly my defense to them is, you know, and and, I, and like I said to you, when the raw rating came out two point two point zero four, I'm like, these fucking people watch anything. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not I'm not hating on. It. If you like it, love it. Like I'm not. Yeah, trying go to. ahead. If you don't, if if you don't like pro wrestling storytelling, and you just want to see Becky roll out and win the belt, and just they just handed it to her. Basically, they didn't even need to go through the motions. It was a 10 second match. If you like that, great. Just right. I mean, it's not for me though. <laughs> I, I I think this is more of a direction on where we're headed than where they're headed, or you know, just what we're you know, what we're going to talk about going forward, because I, I mean, you know, looking down the road here for WWE, there's nothing that catches my eye that I need to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I dig the reins thing. I, I get it. Uh, I, again, I'm down on the Brock. I, I, I mean, I just don't get the Brock thing. Uh, I don't get, you know, Cena back for three, four weeks, and then we go away from it. I mean, I guess that was what 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 is it is and what what's meant to be it'll be, but I seen as another thing too, man. I mean, do, you know what? There's so much going on in pro wrestling that we can do shows without even talking about them going forward. And I think that's where you're kind of going with this. Yeah, I mean, if <laughs> if, you, if you want if if you want the sport entertainment the the whole thing yeah go for it uh the you, vince is gonna have his ratings gonna have his his views on the pack you gonna have his fifty thousand for summer SummerSlam. personally i gotta be honest i think where we are where we are has a lot to do with them getting fifty thousand sorry i have a little hiccup Pick up here. I know. Um, <laughs> what are you? I'm, I'm what you drinking to, tonight, Daddy? Cool. Trying to confront it. Flip uh, Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. Mm. Tennessee shout out. Shout out the days. Go falls. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, uh, take, hang, hang, I'm gonna take another swig. Okay. Can't wait to see you in that orange and white. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Go Titans. <laughs> I'll I'll go to Titan Stadium to watch the Giants play there. But there, you go. there you go. I will never give up my roots on my fandom, but <laughs> I'll give up my roots on my communist state. Uh, but that's a story for another day. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, what I'm what what I was getting at here is. With aid, uh, let's make this about for fuck WWE. Let's make this about AEW. Okay. The way AEW is trending, bringing in the types of people they're bringing in, they're bringing in the star power. They have the young talent. They have the indie side of it. They have that New Japan ROH side of side of it. Now they're bringing in that the rest of that credibility that really in the beginning, like we talked about earlier, was only Jericho was bringing to them. And have a pro wrestling show. And Tony Khan is the one out there like, well, you can't, wrestling's an art form, and you can't make everybody a cookie-cutter version of the same person, <laughs> think it's going to work. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And with what WWE is doing, like you go do it. I have have fun. Um, I think it was prudent that we talked about it because we did watch it this week. And it, dude, there's there's people there like Walter. Uh, that's yeah. in NXT yeah. UK. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that could could be game changers for them. But I just don't know that they're gonna. Hey. Well, I mean, they could be game changers, but they could also show up wearing a stormtrooper helmet or you know suspenders or which is brutal. They that and that's where the problem rolls in. And <laughs> dude, you've been saying this for years. I am not going to get into NXT because this is what happens. Yeah. And it's happened over and over. You brought up Keith Lee earlier. And you brought up a great point. Maybe Keith Lee is a guy who can buck the trend or mm-hmm. you know have a breakout or whatever whatever you want to call it but i mean that would be the exception to the rule yeah 100 percent. when you're looking at a 265 pound carrying cross tatted up unbelievable great en- great entrance he has he has a uh a great look a, a pro wrestling ba- background he also has an, a background of the hardcores that would bring them along and a guy who could stand across the ring from Roman Reigns and be credible mm-hmm. and have somebody there, but they will never build him to be that guy. And that's the problem. That is the problem. Yeah. And if you're a WWE fan and you're listening to this and you go, Oh, well, the helmet's not that bad. I mean, he just squashed somebody. So maybe they are pushing him. Listen, we've seen this before. Alistair black. We talked about him already. Him and Ricochet came in, debuted, and were a tag team for some unknown reason. <laughs> and they went hog wild, and they were getting over and over and over and over, and then it just stopped. And then they broke up. And where's Ricochet? And where's Aleister Black? So just give it time, guys. If, if you like the Killer Cross thing, fine, go for it. But give it time, because Vince will get bored after three weeks of seeing him, and then he's going to change the helmet, and then he's going to change the gear, and then before you know it, he's going to get lost in the mid-card if Vince doesn't like him. It, yeah, it could very well happen because be, it always uh, happens. He'll be Miz's next tag team partner. Right. Or he'll be uh, he'll be Dolph Ziggler's next tag team partner. Kent State best wrestler. Kent State's best wrestler. He's great at being stuck in the mid-card. He's great at it. And it's, great. I mean, this dude, this is, this is honestly where we're at. I mean, it, I'll, I'll give you another example. There's a there's a guy in SmackDown that if they right now reigns as a heel, is there a better time to have Seth Rollins as a baby? I oh, mean, let's yeah, it, perfect it, time. They have him as this ridiculous heel character. I don't even get it. Stupid suits yep. that really isn't even a fucking character. It's not. And he's a, and and he's attacking Edge and everything else. He gets his program with Edge, and he loses the match at Edge with SummerSlam. If you're looking for a guy that could be the baby that was the take on Roman Reigns on that show, Seth Rollins should be at the fucking top of the list. Yep, he's another one. I, he just, I just had a so baby. Weird. I, you yeah. know, there, there's so many ways you could play it with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. I used to be, I used to be the. Uh, the man of the authority, but now I'm I'm the man of the fans, the man, people, whatever you want. The however, man of the man. 
Yeah, the man of the the man of the man. <laughs> I love it. But do any of that is so much better than what what he's doing. Mm. Now he just lost the match to Edge, which Edge just lost all these matches to Roman Reigns. It's unbelievable. So yep. you just you just disqualified both of them. Yep. And Edge should have been disqualified the moment he was pinned with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania any anyway. But again, they're not pro wrestling. They're just they just do what they do and you can't question it because you're a pro wrestling fan and you're a smart mark. Well, we we also like can't that. question mm-hmm. it because Vince has all these years and all this great stuff. But but mm-hmm. but you know what? To go back to another thing we've recently talked about, uh, he he was pressed at one point. He got complacent, yep. stagnant, whatever you want to call it, and he got his fucking ass kicked for two years yep. by another show. So if you don't think it happened again when he's seventy something years old, you're out of your mind. And we've and we've he- talked about this point before too. If that happens, this time he might not win because he has no future. The future of pro wrestling right now is in WWE or AEW. Yeah, and, and I mean, look dude, at the I've heard it, WWE it's fans say they have young young people. Who who? <laughs> do, do they have MJF? Do they have Sammy Guevara? Do they have Jungle Boy? Do they have uh, Ricky Starks? Darby Allen? I mean, e- e- even to the point of Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, who yeah, are, let's, are let's be tag fair. teams let's do making a move. Besides Almost and besides Riddle, who, who else is there? Young guys on the main roster? Yeah. Main roster only, because we know what happens to NXT guys. Right, right. You could throw Keith Lee and, in I there. I mean, even but... then, I mean, you could you could throw out age even in NXT. Um, young guys on the main roster that are coming. Um, yeah, I, dude, I'm struggling right now. I, yeah, I got to exactly. be honest with you. I can't think of anyone, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, can you think of anybody under 30? Like I just, I think almost. I'm assuming is under thirty, and Keith Lee. I don't know how old Riddle is, but I don't think he's as young as people think he is. Oh, I mean, Riddle had a. Uh, hang on. Yeah, Riddle how old is? Because he he did have a solid career, right, in martial arts. Yeah, and I mean, he was on he was on the uh, Ultimate Fighter, and he had a little run. So Riddle was born in eighty. He's thirty-five. Wow! I didn't think he was that old. He was born in eighty-six. Allentown, wow. Pennsylvania, bro. Oh, homeboy! <laughs> Shout out, and, Riddle. Uh, who's the other? We're going to talk about Keith Lee. Hmm? Allentown. He. I think Keith Lee had a uh, football career. He's older. He's thirty-seven. Is he really that old? I thought he was younger than that. Oh, he, okay. He'll be well, you're proving my point for me. He'll be on, he'll be 37 <laughs> on November 8th. He's wow, I didn't think he was that old. Jeez. I mean, he's younger than us, but I mean, <laughs> and what and and what we're talking about here. I mean, who who who? I mean, give me another guy. Who who would you think of? Almost. Who can't really do much, but he's a giant. I mean, I don't know. Goddamn, pal, I love that shit. He's 27. 
Okay. So that's one. Yeah. <laughs> that's starting his career at 27. <laughs> I mean, they don't have an MJF. Let's be honest. WWE right. does not have an MJF. MJF is, what is he, 25? I think. I think he's 25. <laughs> I just want to be fair, because like, right. maybe we're... He's 20, MJF is 25. He turned 25 this year. Wow. My God. Uh, okay, Jungle Boy. I want to say he's 23. 20, and, uh, he's 24. He just turned 24. Okay. How about Third? that Dante kid? Oh, he's like Dante Martin? Yeah. He might be in there, too. 23, he's 20. 25. He's 20? He's 20. As in, he was 19 last year. Yeah, he was 19 when he started at AEW. Wow. Uh, let's let's try Ricky Starks. Okay, the Rick. The Rick. 27. Wow. Uh, Anybody else you can Sammy Guevara. Yeah, Sammy. Sammy. 28. Okay. Pillman? Brian Pillman? All right, Brian. Brian Pillman Jr. 27. Wow. Goddamn, pal. How about Griff? Yeah, how old's Griff? Griff, pal. Yeah, I love you, Griff. Griff Garrison. 23. Wow. Oh, is he going to be a stud, bro? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I don't listen. I, we've crushed Khan, but dude, there, there is there a method to this guy's madness? Or there what? is, there is. Uh, let's look at Darby. Jeez, man. Darby, twenty-eight. How about Powerhouse? Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs. Look at Powerhouse Hobbs. He might be a little older. I'm not sure. Powerhouse. He's 30. 30, okay. Wow. So, everybody you just read is <laughs> five to eight years younger than everybody we read at <laughs> WWE. And, th- and these are the up-and-comers of WWE. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. What what is uh what is what is Killer Cross? What is Carrion Cross? I want to say he's around thirty. I want. I, I'm not. I, I'm not doing this to knock him. I'm just. No, no, no. He's thirty six. Is he that old? <laughs> Jesus! What is Vince doing? <laughs> I mean, he's thirty six. <laughs> Why did he, dude? What What was Braun Strowman? Let me just look that up. I want to. I want to know how old he was. I can't believe Cross 37. is 37. Wow. 37. How old is Wyatt? <laughs> We're spending a lot of time Four. on wrestler's age. 34. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> but I mean... <laughs> that makes sense, Vince. Good job. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> I, mean, I mean, is there anybody that works for WWE that's under 20 or under 30? Is there anybody? Oh, it's I amazing. mean, I'm sure there's some girls, but I mean, is there anybody that works? Oh, I, I, I bet you Casanova is. But what, what will they do with him? Yeah. And he's too new to put, put your finger on the pulse. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Let me just, I'll throw it. He's 27. But but at least he's in the realm of what AEW's doing. Right. You know? Yeah. So, at least, I mean, at least he's in the realm of what AEW's doing. <sighs> that's, that's unbelievable. So and like, like, you think of where are they going to be in 10 years from now? AEW can, it, with their schedule, they could keep Danielson and, and Punk and Omega and the Bucks and all the. And, Cody and all these guys healthy based on their schedule while they're bringing along all these young people. Dude, think about this. Everybody's excited about Karrion Cross, and I love them in TNA. So if you're excited for him, absolutely go for it. He's 11 years older than MJF. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I actually, I think it's like 12. (laughs) I think, I think you're off. (laughs) Maybe I am off. I'm trying to pretty it up for I you. I know it's crazy <laughs> when you think about it. That is insane. And and here's the thing, there's other guys out there. And who who's more likely to grab them? Khan or redheaded step Khan? <laughs> Mr. CAA. Yeah, he, I, he, I mean, every every indie guy's run into redheaded step Khan. The redheaded you know step Khan. You know what? It, it give, I'll give Triple H credit for one thing. At least Triple H under, and we talked about this on the last show. At least Triple H understood where the business was heading, and was trying to go there. And maybe he brought in a lot of older guys that worked for any Indies and for ROH for a long time. But he was giving the WWE fan that feeling of where the business was heading. Yeah. And Vince just refuses to go there. Yep. And uh, listen, yep. I'm I'm with people. I love the Adonises. I love the big guys who who are believable, who ass kickers and everything. Mm-hmm. I love that shit too. But do we have to realize there's so many other avenues for athletes of that size to make money now. It's not like it used to be. And the business is the changing. Mm-hmm. The business is changing and AEW's evolving with that change and WWE isn't. It's mm-hmm. just bottom line. And and why do you think? Listen to what Punk is saying. Take out the side. Take out the points where he's, you know, uh, undercutting WWE or you know talking about his previous career and everything else. What's the other thing he's saying? He's talking about future. the young roster, the future, the yep. future, the matches I could have that I could never have before. I could test myself against these young guys, and 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 and, and going along with that, he's helping these young guys get better. You're telling me all these young guys like Darby Allen and 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 Jungle Boy and Ricky Starks and Sammy Guevara, whoever else, MJF, who could have a match with CM Punk and Brian Danielson yep. and maybe Adam Cole and Bray Wyatt and Malachi mm-hmm. Black down the road. You don't mm-hmm. think they're going to be better for it? Who's set up better? You know, <laughs> tell me. Listen, I get it. The WWE, their ratings are double. They get millions and millions of more hits on YouTube. I understand. They've been around for 50 years. AEW hasn't even been on regular TV for two years, and they're a legitimate player. Let's be fair. They're a legitimate player right now. Yep. 
and they're a legitimate player because the owner, the Booker of the Year, and we we said Booker of the Year condescending for a long time. Condescending. And he condescending. Con. <laughs> con. <laughs> in a making fun of him way and everything else. Mm-hmm. But, dude, let's be honest. Who's the Booker of the Year over him? There's nobody. He is the Booker of the Year. He is. Even if it's not even that great, he still is the Booker of the Year. I bow to Con. And, and the real Con. that. Totally let's be, dude. Let's be fair. Who's set up better for the future? This dude, this TK, this guy, this guy has put his money where his mouth is, mm-hmm. and he he clearly, he clearly. I I've said this on multiple shows lately. Didn't come into this thinking he was going to make a lot of money in the beginning. Knew he was going to take a loss. He put his money where his mouth is. He's putting his money into his product. Is the product perfect? No. Does it need work? Yes. Do, are they getting better? Yes. Uh, is, you know, I get, you brought up this show last week. Should you put a bigger foot forward? Maybe. I get it. But the bottom line is, when I look at everything, what am I most excited about? The show I enjoy the most. The roster I enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. The potential I enjoy the most. Uh, and now, the future you can enjoy the most. It's all in AEW. It's not even close. Here's the other aspect of it, too. I don't know if you saw the video floating around of live footage of before Rampage started. Tony Khan comes out, and there's a countdown on the screen. You know what? I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Dude, he's out there, like, crying. Like, we love Chicago. Thank you so much. And his voice is cracking. And he's like, like pumped up like he's like ah, and then he walks in the back and i'm like i'm watching this and i'm going okay on one hand fans like white are gonna say he's a fucking mark he's a money mark well guess what guess what he's it's also the a polar of a pussy for that but but go on, because i know we're opposite go ahead go of ahead. vince mcmahon we make fun of Vince McMahon. Everybody makes fun of Vince McMahon. Goddamn, pal. What's his name? Oh, bring him in. Uh, Adams. Adams Coles. What's he going to be? Uh, Michael you know Coles. What, dude? Son. Yeah, dude, this is the polar opposite. And if not only are his, the, uh, his wrestlers connecting with the fans, he's connecting with the fans. This is the billionaire owner of the company that's connecting to the fans in a way this that we've never fan. seen before in pro wrestling. You want to know what? He's Vince. <clears throat> Before Mania, but there was you didn't have the same exposure. You know what I'm saying? He he he's what Vince was before it became billionaire Vince, a fucking oh, wrestling fan. Mark wanted mm. to be the greatest thing ever, dude. Everybody that's all oh, AEW is going to be out of business in two years. Dude, Tony got this in this for the long haul. Yep. If you can't see that, you're blind. You're blind. I mean, they just sold out the United Center. <sighs> Amazing. It, on a rumor. They, dude, like you said, based a on a rumor. A with Cornette. <laughs> <sighs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, dude, I'm at a point right now where I'm thinking that they could probably sell out Allegiant. If they wanted to, if they wanted to just roll the dice and be like, Dude, let's I, just do it. I, I <laughs> was thinking about that watching on Saturday. Like, when does Khan say now's the time? 
like, is it Jacksonville? Is it Dallas? Is right. it Allegiant? Um, is it Soldier Field? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it, you know, MetLife? Um, dude, uh, even the show I'm going to, Arthur Ashe, it's, it holds a lot of people. It's sold out pretty quickly. Uh, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of people there. I'm very interested in seeing the... Uh, I feel like I have a perspective because I was at the first ever Dynamite. Huh. And I want to see... I, 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 you know, I just want to see the perspective of who the fans are, how the reaction, the whole thing. You know, just for how we react to things on the show. Also, I just want to have a good time. Mm. <laughs> At a wrestling show. I mean, I haven't been to any. I, I've been to one indie show since we re, you know, convened living our lives here. Um, I haven't it, been to any really it, big events. Wear it. If you keep <laughs> wearing the mask, Anthony, by spring of 2025, we should have it under control. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you should have heard my conversation with Maureen tonight. You would have been laughing. Your ass off. <laughs> uh, she's like, I'm not taking chances. I don't want to get sick. Oh, God. Uh, I can't. I'm so happy. The booster shot for J&J is coming. I'm like, God, oh, Jesus. Can we not? <laughs> anyway. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking, uh, as far as, aside from all that bullshit, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to um, just, I, I just want to get the feel for the crowd as. You know, I, I, I feel like I still have a good feel for what I experienced at the first show, yeah. for what it is now, the whole thing. Um, obviously, if rumors are true, we may get a big debut uh, with uh, Danielson or Dan O'Brien or what. I, I mean, I don't know what he's going to call himself in mm. uh, AEW or what his shtick's going to be. But we got a little we got a little punk. Um, I, th- I, I mean, honestly, I think he just improv right there where. They're doing the yes chant. He was like, that's the other guy's shtick. You're just going to have to be a little more patient. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's quick He's quick on his feet. Quick yes, he is. You know, he, yep. It's not getting past him, the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Let me ask you this. Could Khan sell out a football stadium? <clears throat> all the guys we just named, all the young talent, you know, guys that we didn't name, like FDR and Spears, and however you want to mix it up, Christian, all of it. But if the headline matches would be like, Let's say Bray Wyatt versus Brian Danielson, and the main event would be Punk versus Omega for the title. Would that get it done? Is that a sellout at a stadium? Um, I, I'm going to say yeah, and I'm defining sellout as that fifty, sixty thousand plus. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to say yeah. I think it might. Dude, they sold out the United Center in two minutes for that show. I, I think it has to be the right. I think it has to be the right area. Right, it has to be the right uh, circumstances. I think it has to be the right car, the right circumstance. Like, I, I don't think they could go down to Paducah. Just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't think. Like, honestly, I think if they were like, we're gonna book fucking Titan State Asheville next week for, you know, Jericho versus MJF, then. Final, which I think is a great main event. I don't know that's going to sell at a football stadium, right? But I think all those things being equal, and you do it in the right area, um, yeah. I, I mean, I think they could put a hell of a lot of people in the stadium. Like I really do. I mean, listen, bro. Yeah, that CM Punk thing was like 
front page website espn yeah yeah you know uh, fox news every everybody um i i even saw it on some of the conservative fucking on, on my apps <laughs> like mm-hmm. cm punk debuts and you know chicago aw wrestling i'm like huh huh Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean so weird i mean this is a weekend when you know, we have u.s citizens stranded in afghanistan so and weird Bump yeah is the biggest story in the world yeah and, and I, I i think it plays back to the point that i think we have to really understand that aw has the biggest star in pro wrestling yeah i think it's safe and they just say. they just do <laughs> yep you so know, here's and, here's the other thing i wanted to fly by you and uh, I know that there are some issues um, concerning this company. But I was sold on this weekend. NWA. Two shows. It's a bundle. You can order it on Fight TV to watch both shows. I heard an interview today with Billy Corgan. And this is going to go back to LaPunk This said. is coming or it happened? It's coming this weekend. So okay. you have the... This is the one Flair's a part of and everything? Yeah, it's two nights. The first night is the Mickey James, all women. The second night is Flair showing up. Whatever. It's all this versus Trevor Murdoch is the main event. Murdoch loses, he retires for the title. Um, so I'm listening to him today. So many stipulations with these matches. Oh, know. I know. You just can't have a match anymore. <laughs> it's uh, crazy. <laughs> but... I'm listening to him, and he said something uh, that hit me. And he said, you know, he, how did he put it? He said, uh, I love what Tony's doing right now. Um, he's doing a great job. A- AEW is, is a great show right now. But he said, for me, sometimes when I watch the show, I see a lot of guys being athletic very athletic the most athletic you've ever seen in professional wrestling history but i don't see a story Mm. and he said that bothers me so he said he still wants the nwa to be the nwa and this is what sold me he said uh you can call it i call it the nwa style you can call it old school some people call it strong style but he said, I call it the NWA style, and that's what I want to stay. Now, he doesn't have a whole lot of talent there underneath Nick Aldis. But going back to what we were saying about what Punk said about WWE, WWE not wanting to be pro wrestling, okay, what is there for a guy like me at my age to watch? I love AEW. I'm pretty down on WWE. So if I turn on NWA and I see an old school style 80s, 70s wrestling show, is there going to be a need for me to watch WWE ever again? And this is what Vince needs to be careful of, because if he's going to push me away by saying he's not pro wrestling and push guys like you and Stames away by saying that, okay, wave your flag, whatever, your sports entertainment, whatever, you define it however you want. But if I can watch Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch beat the shit out of each other for 30 minutes, probably get some blood, probably get Ric Flair with the old NWA apron. Am I going to shell out the money? The answer is yes. What if if you even got some of those ROH guys like the Briscoes and 
they, they've done this in the past. I'm just saying if right. they continue to do it, Briscoe's, Jay Lethal, mm-hmm. Cliff Gordon, you know, whoever uh, involved in that too, which I think NWA ROH makes a lot of sense. It does. Or it does. They're very. I almost feel like they're different, but you know, maybe you could work something out with Impact. But I feel like ROH and NWA makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, does make sense, dude. I get what you're saying. Like, like it's not even like why bother at this point. It's like why bother because it's <laughs> there's. I mean, it's <laughs> and. I, I, you know what? Maybe they maybe they feel like they don't have to be careful. Maybe they feel like they're going to get their two million and they're going to get. And I I think these big crowds are a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I got it out earlier when we were talking about things, but I I think their big crowd in Vegas this weekend had a lot to do with where we are in the world. Um, and the idea that we didn't have big crowds, we right. didn't have big events to go to. And now we're starting to get them. And they went to one of the cities that is, you know, culminates in big events. And you know, they're and you could see AEW is doing the same thing. Look at look at their track. You yeah, we will yeah. hit Florida. we will hit Texas. we will hit North Carolina. We'll hit you know New York. We'll hit Illinois. We'll hit Miss you know uh, Missouri, um, and then we'll head back. Mm-hmm. And then you know. You know, WWE is kind of doing the same thing. You know, uh, next year's WrestleMania is in Texas. Uh, AEW is doing things in Texas. You know, um, trying. It, it, I mean, do I say red states? <laughs> I know there's some blue. I mean, obviously they were just in Illinois, so it's not a red right. state. But, you know, you, but to the to the point, they're they're finding these wrestling strongholds and focusing on them and getting there and getting the big crowds and getting this and getting that the whole thing. And I just think there's a lot of want with especially young people to go to events and to have a good time right now. And I'm not saying that's the only reason why WWE got their 50,000 at SummerSlam. It could be, it might not be. I mean, I'm not smart enough to figure all that out. I mean, I'm (laughs) sure they have their, you know, marketing quotations and everything else. I can figure it out. But at the end of the day, if they keep putting on shows like that, are they going to get 50000 And here, here, dude, here's the other question. You know, you brought up uh, the Becky Lynch segment with, um, with Bianca Belair. Yeah. Um, there was another match during that hour, uh, which was uh, um, uh, – help me out. It was uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, – um. <laughs> exactly. He had uh, the sword. Um Yeah, no, it was the, the other three MB guy. Uh, <laughs> uh Ginger, Ginger. Ginger Mahal, thank you. So it was, it was him and Ginger Mahal. And that was what, a five minute match? Yep. So between the time of uh you know the I forget what match it actually was. Oh, it was the Usos match. The Osos match ended at like nine ten, mm. and then you had the Nakamura coming out. You had the whole women's fiasco. Mm-hmm. You had um, the Olympic wrestlers coming out. You had the Jinder and Drew McIntyre match. Then you had whatever else they were doing. Then you had the entrances of the next match, 
for 55 minutes, and I counted, for 55 minutes, they had about six minutes of wrestling on that show. On a four-hour show, they Mm. had about six. And here's here I'll I'll tell you this right now. The one thing I will promise you with AEW, that will never happen. No, definitely not. Because they at least give you wrestling. And I guess that is the point of sports entertainment versus the wrestling and everything else. And that's what they want to do. But if that's what they want to do, and, and and the only reason they're getting away with this is because it's on the cock, because it's on WWE Network. Mm-hmm. If they were selling actual paper, if you sold a $50 pay-per-view and did what they did on so- Saturday night, their the backlash would be insane. Oh, God, yeah. They get away with it because it's on, oh, I, I pay for it anyway type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've yeah. gotten complacent for the last eight years because of that. Yeah, 100%. You nailed it. And, and, and I'll give, yes. and this is what I hope, and I'll give Khan credit, and I hope he continues to do it. Have your four real pay-per-views of the year, and we'll put our $50 in and everything else. And then, you know what? He gives us everything else basically for your cable package or your, you know, your TV package or whatever. You get everything else. It's included. And you paid for your four pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. I mean... That's pretty reasonable. I would say so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I just... Whatever. I don't get them anymore. (laughs) I really don't. No. No. It's it's tough, man. It's it's tough. It's... Um... Anything else on Dynamite you want to get to? No. I think I'm good on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, we got we got the most of it. We got we, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. I gotta be honest though. I got dude. Fucking one thing. <laughs> this fucking super elite. Every time I turn around, I I don't know if you saw this or not. I pr- I probably should screenshot them and send them to you because I know you're not on social media as much as I am. Mm-hmm. Especially Matt Jackson. He all these outfits he's wearing lately are like copying Jordan outfits from the last dance. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the old school Jordan outfits. And I'm just I, I, as much as it's goofy, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like all right. <laughs> you know what? It's so obnoxious that it's good. <laughs> Did you- and I think I hate it, dude. dude I, as I we, dude, I I gotta say it. I, I tried to bring it up last week. I've been down on the Bucks for months and months and crushed them for a year. Dude, dude they're bringing me back, bro. Dude, did you happen to see Being the Elite this week? I did not. Is okay. it worth a watch? Yeah, but I'll just I'll spoil it. Go All ahead. They, go ahead. Basically, it was the, they had a couple skits with other people, but it was basically them shopping for Jordans. Because <laughs> it was in Chicago and Punk, it was it was right, them right, shopping right. for Jordans. Yeah. So the outfit um, <laughs> Nick wore uh-huh. on on Rampage was the exact one of Jordan's exact outfits he wore. That was poor. You know, yeah. you saw him in on the Last Dance. It's amazing. It's <laughs> amazing. Like how they. It's it, it. Once you see it, you're yeah. like. 
these sons of bitches, they, they get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even like sons of bitches, because I, I really do appreciate them. Like, I really do. At the end of the day, as much as I crush the Young Bucks, I really do appreciate them. I always have. Mm-hmm. And even, I got to say this, I'm going to throw this out there, even though he's not on the air to defend himself or change his mind or lie about it. Um, not that lie about, it. lie about it. I'm just saying. Okay. The, the, just I'm throwing out all the possibilities. Mm-hmm, Joe right. White was so upset with WWE this week. He was like, "I might even like the Young Bucks." <laughs> true, true. I could bring up the tweets. It's true. He said it. <laughs> but, uh, dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just goofy. The whole thing, you know. What, you know, I'm gonna bring up one thing before before we get out of here because we'll we'll wrap up here in a minute. Okay. Um, I don't want to miss this because I think it was kind of an afterthought, but important down the road. This spot with the um, Dark Order. Oh yes, yes. Okay. You know, glad you reminded. Uh, remember. Yeah, you had Evil Uno and Grayson. And even Cole Cabana on one side, and then you had uh, Riley and um, and uh, uh, Ten Silver. and Silver were kind of on the other side, and they were arguing about taking care of your friends and how they you, you don't take care of your friends, but you didn't take care of Hangman, and now we can't find Hangman. And and then Riley was it Alex Riley? I think it was Alex Riley who was kind of like. Am I getting the name wrong? Alex Riley. Alex Riley was Mrs. Guy. Uh, what is his name? Reynolds? <laughs> Reynolds. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Go with Alex Riley. It's better. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Hey, listen, if you listen to the show long enough, you already know. <laughs> Do I have to explain it? Do I have to explain it? Yeah, Reynolds. Alex Reynolds, sorry. <laughs> but he kind of walked away from the Dark Order and Silver followed him. And Ten was like, too far, dude. And, you know, walked away. And then you still had Cabana, but he was kind of with Uno and Grayson. So I think this whole Hangman storyline has facilitated the breakup of Dark Order. And maybe what I think it should be, and we talked about this, and I think you agree, where Uno and Grayson should just be the Dark Order tag team and everybody else should go on their merry way. Yeah, I still think that's the best option, but let me throw this ad at you. And sure. I think you probably know where you're gonna where I'm going. Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt, Brody Lee connection. Yeah, easy many peasy, people have brought right this in. up to me. Shout out even uh Jigsaw Jiggy, J Jim M, he brought this up to me too. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I don't know which I guess he I guess the Uno Grayson side of it, maybe he leads them. Right, he was bringing man, it more as a rest of bringing it back to being a cult type of, not a goofy. Yeah, I think he would have to like re reprogram them, quote unquote. Right. To turn it into the the. I the I, I think if you were to do it, uh, Uno and Grayson, yes, ten maybe yes because he still wears the mask. Yeah. But I think Reynolds and Silver got to go. Yeah, they got to go. Col- on their own. Cabana's got to go. go. Yeah. Yep. Get him out of there. Yep. But I, I think agree. if you were to do that, you probably could. Although I kind of want to see if if he if he is to come to 
AEW, uh, Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, um, the three faces of Wyndham. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Whatever it is. Um, dude, I just want to. It's, it's funny, dude, because a Stame sent us this article today, and it was more of him going to Impact. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not against it. I, dude, I want Impact to do well. I really do. Because their pay-per-views are always good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can know, use them big time. They can use them. Um, you know, you have some good talent there. Uh, it sounds like Buddy Murphy's definitely headed there. Sounds yes. like possibly Braun Strowman. I think these are good talents for them to get. If they get all those guys, is it good for Wyndham Rotunda or Bray Wyatt or The Fiend to go there? Sure. Uh, but I wouldn't be upset with him going to AEW either. Mm-hmm. And one thing I thought was unfair about one of the articles that Stame sent us was that AEW is like this other pro wrestling company who's, you know, kind of hand, you know, hand streaming or, or talent or whatever. And, it, it, you know, it, listen, we give you a thousand examples, but I'll give you um, is Malachi's hands behind his back and be a certain way? Like I would say no. Observational perspective. Uh, in listening to Tony Khan and listening to John Silver's interview and seeing what all these guys have done in AEW, do you really think that Bray Wyatt? The Fiend, Wyndham Rotunda, Wyndham, whatever you want to call him, is going to come to AEW and Tony Khan is going to tie his hands behind his back? Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? I don't get like, it. Like, when I was reading that today where I was like, oh, you know, some of the bigger wrestling companies, well, you know, they want to. It's, it's more of a straightforward wrestling program. I mean, have you watched Dynamite? Have you watched AEW? <laughs> like they're, they're, if anything, they're all. If anything, they're not straightforward. If anything, they're Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, like, what that's fair. Mean. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was reading that article. I'm like, who's writing this? Uh, it, you know, that's kind. That kind of thing is just frustrating. But yeah. I, I would have no issue of him going to Impact. Him going to uh, AEW. Even him going to Ring of Honor, I mean, shit, dude. Yeah. As as bad as the two shows were for Ring of Honor, um, I don't know how much you saw. There oh, were some the good Dave things. Vincent you, you just saw the ta- the cage match. The, ca- yeah. the cage ma- it, it was by far the best match they put on all weekend. It wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. Right. Um. I mean, but but here's the thing. It was the best storyline. It's the only really great storyline and the best storyline they have going on and they just you know the again these are just the guys having the opportunity and Vinny and Taven are telling a storyline and Vinny's people are telling a storyline and Bennett's telling a storyline and they're doing their own thing and they're giving you a good you know a good program and that's the way I took it I don't know about you oh no I I, I love the story that was told. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. And I mean, you, uh, listen, I can make fun of the cage. I feel like I have carte blanche to make fun of the cage because I yep. know where it came from. Yep. But yes, we'll do. leave it at that. We'll <laughs> leave it at that. The one thing I'll say, though, is to be fair, 
as much as I want to make fun of the cage because it's trash cage and I know where it came from. But it almost made sense given it was like a shit show. You know, the, uh, given all the other matches they had, the match they had at the old uh, top uh, top rope arena and their old school they had a fight at and all this other crap they did. You know, it's almost like to fight in a shitty cage is like just made sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. You know, if, you know what it I'm saying? Like fit, even though it was, yeah. It, it just here's the thing: Ring of Honor's got to do better. Yes, they got to do hundred percent, and, and that's you can't have the door falling off. Like I mean, the thing they started outside the ring, outside the cage, and wrestled for about ten minutes. Just, Every move that they were doing, they were looking up to see if the cage door cage was put on yet. And I mean, it's like. Okay, so that probably wasn't even part of it. They were just winging it until the freaking door was lost. <laughs> and and here, the funniest part about this whole thing, and just full disclosure here, is this is not the first time I've seen this happen. <laughs> because I saw Cody Rhodes and Kurt Angle wrestle in the same cage. And basically, happened. And... and oh, and uh, uh, G courts, it's you know ROH. It to me, it was put on Vinny and Taven to get a cage, and they got the cage from the people they knew. And it's it's listen. The I know that these this cage is the same cage I know because it comes from all the same people. It comes <laughs> from the New England wrestling community. This is the, the cage we've been seeing for years. I've seen this cage many times already. I've seen this happen. I've seen the door come off. I've seen the zip ties. I've seen everything else. So Vinny and Taven had to get the cage. They got the cage. They got the cage from the people they know. The whole thing. We get it. Why is it on them? You're you're fucking ring of honor. You gave Matt Taven all this money. You gave Flip Gordon all this money. Gabe, they've earned it. They earned the money. Nothing against them. But they, they earn their contracts. You're paying the Briscoes. You're paying Jay Lethal. You're trying to be. You have a TV show. You you were going to do live TV weekly before the pandemic hit. And you put it on these guys to get a half-ass cage. You should have your own fucking cage. Yeah. Yeah. They're, if their owners actually gave a shit, that place would look a lot different. I mean, did... did here, I, I mean, dude, the production, the lighting, it's just so, back? it's so bad. Have they not taken a step back? Yeah. They, yeah. They've taken no steps forward, taking steps back. And, and you want to, and, and here's the thing. The crowd is a reflection of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Dude, you and I in Stames sat in that same arena six years ago. Yep. Six years ago, this December, at Final Battle. And you're telling me there wasn't a difference between the show, crowd reaction, presentation. We saw six years ago to what we just saw this past weekend. Yeah. Yep. And it, it was better six years ago. That's my point. 100%. Shades we were there, better. dude. We were fucking there. <sighs> yeah, I wish they would get their shit in order. I, I really mean, do. We're, I'm not even saying this to hate on Ring of Honor. Dude, we're fans. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, I mean, it's or, just, or, or dude, link, though, that... link, or, or Ring of Honor, link up with NWA. Please, do something. Yeah, somebody, yeah. 
I mean, that the Tate they and Vincent storyline, dude, it's just, it's so good, but my God, it's, it's in the, it's just, it's trashy. My God, do something. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Dude, and, and here's the thing. You, you Not only the cage, you know, you have Bennett fighting with one of Vinny's guys outside of the ring. And he's smashing him into the guardrail and dropping him on his head onto legit concrete. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. there's nothing there. It just, it just, dude, it looks so amateur. It's yeah. That's the, that. Yes, that's the word, man. That's the word. Looks amateur. The commentary sucks. Nothing Ugh. gets Riccoboni. I don't think Riccoboni's that bad. He just has no help. Yep. Uh, Ring, dude, Ring of Honor is a lot of work to do. It's yes, a lot of work to do. Yeah, dude, if they if they were to if they were to send me an email tomorrow and say we're running we're running um um uh where's the fuck where the fuck did me and uh Worcester mm-hmm. we used to run Worcester uh, UMass Worcester up there. And they're and they're oh we're running Worcester oh you know come to the the fucking arena the college arena we used to go there that dude we watched Cody Rhodes be Daniels for the title in that arena mm. awesome fucking pay per view you know what I mean yeah. dude, dude best best of the world uh, Naito here's Most the thing big- I'm day Japan dude so many things happen there the biggest dude, thing dude that irks me about them. And there's a laundry list of things that irk me, that irks me <laughs> from ROH, but every single ROH fan will tell you that too. The the Dave Meltzer challenge about the indies that that set up all in to begin with. Mm-hmm. All those guys were in Ring of Honor. Every one of them. So they went and put on their own show. Why doesn't like if you're Ring, of, Ring Honor, of Honor was part of it? Yes. Like, didn't anybody consider the fact, like, oh, why didn't we think of this? Like, actually do a huge show. Why are they stuck in this little box? It's yeah. so weird. So weird. They can't God, sell they tickets have TV. in Florida, so they go to Philly. They have, like, their five places they could sell tickets. Baltimore, Philly, Worcester, Mass, uh, Hammerstein. You know, in that place in Nashville, and that's it. And yeah. they can't. And all oh, the in the Vegas, the Sam's Town Casino in Vegas, and that's it. My God, Sunday, Sunday, my DVR kicks on. I'm like, what the hell is this recording? It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, it's fucking Ring of Honor. <laughs> Sunday at two. Like, when is it even on? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't, dude. God. If I if I if I try to watch the weekly show. I just wait till it comes out on fight TV on like seven o'clock on Mondays or whatever it is. Like, can somebody care? Somebody in that company, can you care? <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's like, you know, you know what's funny about them? They're like, yeah, you know what? We we, we had Marty Skrull and we gave him all this money and he was going to save the company and make us really cool and we're going to do this stuff, all this crap with NWA, which Marty Skrull was facilitating at the time, by the way, mm. and 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 flip was fighting in both promotions at the time by the way and and now you have here we're back to excalibur or or not excalibur uh, we're back to uh delirious and it's just like yeah we're back to delirious and okay and we'll do our thing and 
you know, I, I feel like, and, and, and that's why I'm almost rooting for Impact more, because I feel like Scott Demore is just, he's trying so hard. Yeah, you could tell they're trying. Dude, and he's, he, he's fucking selling out the con and selling out the New Japan, and it's all an event to just keep the company going yeah. so he could bring in bigger names. Yep. And that's why I hope he gets Braun Strowman. I hope he gets Buddy Murphy. And you know what? I really, I really want Bray to go to AEW, but if he goes to Impact, I'm not going to be upset about it. Either way. And, and, and dude, because you... Dude, that guy just, ble- you could just see it. He's bleeding pro wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. And just trying so hard. He, dude, you know what? I don't want to say the Omega thing was a mistake. I mean, he he's bound. When Ome- so, so something we found out here, I'm not sure that we talked on on the podcast. Because Omega uh, faced uh, Andrade El Idolo yeah. for the uh, um, AAA, Ome- AAA Omega title. Uh, in Mexico, and the big scuttlebutt was Andrade was supposed to win, but Khan pulled the plug on that because he, the deal is Omega can wrestle wherever he wants, but Khan has final say on his I don't know whether I believe that because it's not his belt. It's not Khan's belt that he was defending. Yeah, but I guess he has final say on his winning or losing. I'm with you, bro. I I mean, who knows? I mean, let's just go with it for now. It, it, uh, but... it, it, dirt shits. It's dirt shits. Right, right. So I, you're right, dude. You're right. Do do we know it's true? Do we not know it's true? Um, the the scuttle. Let's just call it the scuttlebutt. Okay. Was scuttlebutt. that Khan said Omega can't lose Andrade on this show, and AAA facilitated and and Omega didn't lose, and the whole thing. And that's probably why Omega lost on Rampage to Christian. The title goes back to an Impact guy, AEW guy, who maybe Scott Demore has more say on. Um, I kind of probably agree with that. Maybe Demore has more say on what goes on with Christian than he does with Omega. Maybe, uh... But whatever the case may be, I get what the Moore's trying to do. Bring in AEW fans, bring in Omega, bring in the whole thing. I don't know that uh, that the one thing knock I'll give Khan is like he really didn't promote a lot of what Omega was doing on him. No, not nearly enough. Right. Um, for whatever reason, I mean, there was nothing they did that was up against AEW programming. And a lot, and some of it was up against WWE. So why wouldn't you even, you know what I mean, facilitate it? I don't know, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, it just seems like they. I think what it came down to, there was nobody on their roster that Khan okay losing to, and they had to get on another guy. Maybe they'll see. But the one, but again, getting back to my point is the more I think he really cares. I think he's trying hard. I think they put on good shows, great reviews, and if they get more names there, third company, dude, I, especially they tell good stories, and they put on good pay-per-views. Yeah, they're definitely, the TV show, if you watch Impact, you can see 
a difference between them and AEW and them and WWE and them and Ring of Honor. Definitely. Mm-hmm. They do tell stories. The mm-hmm. only problem is they just don't have a deep talent roster to tell the stories with. That's their problem. And I don't think the looking at them now when they're in the impact zone where you had that couple thousand fan base even though, you know what I mean? Even though, oh, it's on Orlando and da 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 but, but at least you had that crowd base on every week, which, yeah. you know, maybe they need to get back to something like that. Maybe yeah. maybe it's not a traveling show, but maybe they get back to a, uh, you know, a thousand or two thousand seat arena where they could, and, you know, Ring of Honor needs something like this too, where they could bring in the weekly show and just, you know, funnel in the fans that want to see the show yeah well you know as far as ring of honor goes yeah last year covid they were set to uh, go live okay i get it you wanted to delay that i'm with you but now what are you waiting for because every other wrestling company is having let me ask you let me ask you a question now given their roster right now and uh, listen i have nothing against mexican wrestlers so i don't want to i don't want to (laughs) make this like like a bad thing, but dude, it, too many. It's and if you're going by capita, <laughs> or or like, dude, half the roster is CMLL. Yeah, you're gonna put that on TV. Like it's it's just not gonna work. No, I'm sorry. No, unless unless you do a, a you know a. a uh, a story-driven show like Lucha Underground, which sounds like MLW was headed for that before they gave up on their wrestling pro- promotion, apparently, or uh, you know, till yeah. next year anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, unless you're going to do something like Lucha Underground did, um, does ROH just think they could go on TV and just have matches, and everybody's going to be like, "Oh my God, ROH matches! Let me do backflips!" When <laughs> you know half your roster is guys in masks that don't speak English and do all the same moves. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just being honest, dude. Like, and it's nothing true. against them. They're all good wrestlers. And they, dude, I'm not trying to knock these people. I'm not trying to knock these wrestlers, but you, you got to have some diversity. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How about, how about we I mean, do this? How about we do this? What's that? We take Taven, Bennett, and Vincent, and Flip. Okay. Take those four. We know the Briscoes won't leave. Put them in NWA. Yeah, just give them the quarter. <laughs> give them the quarter. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, dude. Sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. Sign me up, dude. Sign me up. I, I'm right. with you, bro. What else do you think? Uh, you think we're good here? Yeah, we could we could wrap up here. Okay, let's wrap it up. I mean, we dude, we covered a lot tonight. We did, we did. We covered a lot. We we did Good a lot talk. of things. Um, I mean, I think we made it clear going forward. Uh, not a lot of WWE, and let's, uh, you know, obviously AW Impact, and then we'll we'll see what any what NWA and ROH does for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we didn't touch on we'll New Japan, and New Japan's. Again, New Japan is another company that's tough right now because you just don't know yep. the strong stuff in the U.S. and the stuff in New Japan and the, right, the whole thing, whatever. 
But we'll uh, we'll get into it. We'll break it all down for you. We are going to stick to being cool truth. Retro Mania Wrestling Roundtable of Pro Wrestling. Yes. On this network. We are going to cover the pro wrestling. After tonight, when you listen to this show, you were listening to pro wrestling. Whether it's AEW, whether it's Impact, whether it's ROH, New Japan, NWA, Indies, whatever it is, you're tuning in for pro wrestling. Woo! So for Hollywood Edwards, I'm Daddy Cool AC, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. I'm Daddy Cool AC, he's Hollywood Jeff Edwards. And I got to do this before I get out of here. Because I didn't do it early in the show because we had to get to all the dramatic, you know, sad stuff. But uh, com slash CT Horror Fest. CT Horror Fest. Naugatuck, Connecticut, September 18th. Be sure to check it out. Once again, you can get all your information, www.horrornewsnetwork.com slash CT Horror Fest. Jake the Snake Roberts, all your horror special, amazing stuff. You get yeah, some you wrestling. Got, you get you some got people from uh, You got people from Scream. The Scream cast yeah. is going to be there. I looked into it. There's a, there's a few oh. actors from some movies there. So, Dude, listen to my boy Edwards. He knows. He's he's all over it. So. Yeah, I w- I, I'm thinking about making a run-up to CT Horror Fest. Dude, let me know. Let me know I because will. we got to link up if you do. Absolutely. Uh, once again, CT Horror Fest, September 18th, Naugatuck, Connecticut, Naugatuck Event Center. I'm going to give you the website one more time, www.horrornewsnetwork.com slash CT Horror Fest. Jake the Snake Roberts. Remember it. Check it out. My boy Sean's running the whole thing, so if you, uh, if you drop a little AC, a little Daddy Cool, a little Cool Truth, it might get you... Oh, Nick and a wide. I don't know. It'll get it might get you in the building. <laughs> but hopefully my boy Edwards will be there and we'll be uh walking around and if you uh you recognize us, say hello. <laughs> yeah. But all right. All right. Good night, everybody. Cool Truth Podcast Productions, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. Good night, everybody. <laughs>